Welcome to America's Podcast, The Shameful Dead, your weekly recap and review podcast for AMC's uh, zombie show about people. Um, with me tonight, and it's been two in a row, so it's looking pretty good. As always. Looking better. And uh, we got Johnny T. So What up? What up? Happy to be here. Yeah. Okay. And then Jermaine. Um, hey, 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 guys. Hey, Jermaine. How you doing? Mm, you know. Sounds just like him. You nailed him. The same. Uh, so some people take this uh, crappy show seriously, and some of us don't. But uh, me and Johnny T are here, and we will persevere. And today we're talking about Season 8, Episode 10, The Lost and the Plunder. <laughs> so first of all, the word plunderer is just not. It's just, just leave it away. Just call it like The Lost and the Bandits, or The Lost and the Scavengers. I don't That's know. That's it. Make it easy. Uh, but anyway, this... Okay, so initial impressions, um, I kind of thought it was a solid episode. I don't know. I think uh, because they tried something different with the weird, like, Michonne, and then they would talk about Michonne yep. for a while, mm-hmm. and then Rick, and then Negan. Uh, so I kind of like that format, just because it was different for The Walking Dead, if not incredibly uh, original. It was still entertaining to try something... And it, it kept me from getting bored with any one kind of like plot line too much. Yeah, that's the, yeah. I, I felt the same way. Yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. A little, I don't know, kind of like like a little Tarantino style, right? Like you kind of oh, follow. Oh sure, yeah. The, yeah here the we lots go. of end bombs. <laughs> but yeah, that I, th- I thought that was definitely different. They don't usually do that. Um, so I thought it was kind of cool. Um, I thought the episode was started a little slow, but it, it ended pretty cool. So. Yeah. I'll take it. Solid episode, like you said. Yeah, I think it's solid. Uh, you expect, like, especially after I, I enjoyed last week's episode. I thought it was kind of fun. Um, you expect yep. a letdown. You're just, well, it's going to be it's, shitty. It's ingrained. Week. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. ingrained in you. you you're, you're, you're expecting that letdown. And judging from the, like, coming attractions for next week's show, uh, I think we're going to get let down next week. But uh, we'll talk about that oh, a little later. Oh, it's coming. It's, yeah, the letdown's coming. Don't, don't. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, don't sleep on it. All right, so let's say, how does this show open? <laughs> I don't remember. I think it was a Michonne where Michonne. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it starts <laughs> off with Michonne with her name, and then kind of it just starts off with her. But I kind of forget where they're at. So, I think so it's far- right after uh, um, Carl has died, and they're collecting uh, like scavenging, and everybody's really. Like just down on the dumps, I guess, from losing Carl. I don't know. You think they'd be over yeah, by now? It's been a week, at least in my time. Yeah, I don't know if it was really. I don't know if it was really important what what she was doing. I think it was just that. Yeah, you kind of came back. There was a little like somber, somber feel to the to the most of the episode. Yeah, um, I guess they were just trying. I mean, they were picking through the bones of Alexandria, yet another place. That's what I got from this. Like yet another dream dead. Another. Like yep. dream of home that has been destroyed. 
Yep. And it was kind of like in their rear view mirror, so to speak. Right. They're like leaving it and like, all right, there's another one just burned up in flames. Yeah. And do you remember this whole like gazebo thing where like Carl used to sit there or sit on the roof? Uh, you know, we have to I, go save it with these uh, fire extinguishers. And I didn't get that. I don't remember that. I, yeah, I tried to recall the significance of the gazebo and I, I came up empty. Right. Like, now, this is where Jermaine would come in handy. because yeah. usually nerds out on wealth that of knowledge, you know. But uh, he's not here, so I guess he might get fired. Uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, that was a little weird. And Michonne almost gets killed trying to put out the fire of this gazebo, which if it's still burning, what is probably hours upon hours after the saviors have left, uh, I mean. I don't know. It's It'll probably be yeah. there when you come back tomorrow. I don't, I don't know what's going on here. And <laughs> yeah, again, I, it's no, just, yeah, I don't. I think it's just letting go of Carl, letting go of Alexandria, and just just letting go and moving on. Yeah, I think the yeah the whole gazebo scene was. The, I mean, they were like frantically trying to put it out, and then it was just it was too much, and then they got overrun with walkers, and then they just had to give up and and like just walk away and be done with it. So I think it was like yeah, their last last little ditch effort to save something sentimental. Although I don't remember what was so sentimental about it. That's the thing is I don't. It's like uh, you didn't see the Last Jedi, but they had like Han Solo's dice, and I was like, I've never seen those before in my life, and I've <laughs> I've watched Star Wars the whole the for whole shitty years. saga for forty years. Yep. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I think that was a misfire. But I think we got the gist. And uh, as they're going away, um, uh, Michonne's like, hey, you want to read the letter? Rick's like, no, not yet. And he's like, oh, shit. He wrote Negan a letter. And oh, Rick's like, snap. oh, no. And I'm thinking, is Rick going to deliver this letter? What's going on? What's what's going on in Rick's head? But it appears that Rick is not uh, he's not ready to grow as a human being or move on. Um, you know, no, we'll, get to, we'll get to that later during the Rick um, chapter <laughs> of the show. Yeah, he's. I think he's still grieving. Doesn't really know what to think or do at this point. Yeah. So, and he, and he definitely does want to read the letter. You know, he's not emotionally prepared. Not yet, and he's probably not going to be for a while. So, but anyway, I think uh, when they're leaving, he's like, "We got to go talk to the trash people," and she's like, "What?" Yeah, and I'm like, first. "Oh fuck! Why are we still talking about these goddamn trash?" And yeah. it's funny because Negan calls them trash people. Like specifically later in the episode, I don't know if that was said before on the show, or if that's just something that people refer to yeah. them as. Yeah, but we we've been calling them that, I believe, right, the whole time. Oh yeah, Garbage whole people. time. Yeah, and, and you know, I thought that too when I heard Negan. And I was like, wait a minute, that's what we call him. Yeah, that's Is and it's a very clever. <laughs> yeah, he's. That's what. Okay, guys. <laughs> the producers and writers of this show are listening to this podcast. They found. <laughs> They found it bur- buried in a, in a list of other. <laughs> We're the only I, one, though, right? <laughs> yeah, there's just one. It's the official. All right, so let's see. Um, then, and once again, guys, we're not we're not watching the show twice. I've stopped taking notes because the show is going to be reduced to the level of quality of the the show we're reviewing. Yeah. Um, and I always want to. I like a natural approach. Yeah, it's very natural. So I don't know who came next, but I want to say, did we go to Enid next, or was it Negan? Well, I think did did we go to the trash people yet, and they're all fighting zombies and stuff. I we can go there just cause. 
But no, um but, but they oh, wait, wait, that's eat. how that's how Rick's no, that's how Michonne's chapter ends. And then right. we go back to Jadis, which is the trash woman later, right? Right. Okay, right, so so they go to check out the trash people, which is a terrible idea. And they go in and set off a booby trap and are stuck with a whole bunch of zombies and uh they cut away. Yep. And you're like, ah, here we go. Here we go again. Here we go. All right, and then I think it's Enid Jealous get that out of the way so i forgot all about her i think i remember uh, i didn't mention in my show notes last week but i wrote where is girl carl and then <laughs> we're told where girl carl is she went with aaron right yep aaron, recently yeah. divorced <laughs> and hot to trot single ready to mingle aaron um they went to the fish market uh the the women that live by themselves in the woods uh or family members were killed by the saviors um, so they live in hiding and they are there to convince them to fight Negan and something happened and Enid ended up killing the matriarch by shooting her, right? Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. She killed the old lady, right? Yeah. Okay. That, that happened yeah. two, two, three episodes ago. I don't remember. Got it. Anyway, so they're taken captive and this whole scene is just standard walking dead bullshit. This would be the low point of the episode for me. This, yeah. Yeah. I would say this is what you were, you were expecting. Right. For the whole episode, yep. For the whole episode, right, right, right. But at least it was just part of the whole episode. Right, and that's why I thought this was fine, because it was a short chapter, and then we moved on to somebody else. So, uh, basically, just uh, boils down to Enid and uh, Aaron being held captive, and they're like, oh, no, are they going to kill us? They're like, don't kill us, because if you kill us, you'll be letting the terrorists win. I mean, Negan. Uh, But basically... (laughs) It's just it's just so drawn out and so fucking cliche. But basically, the young, uh, for lack of a better word, more progressive uh, daughter of or granddaughter of the matriarch yeah. is yeah, now in charge for some reason. So I guess these people believe in mindless uh, nepotism, where it's just like leadership goes to uh, you know your youngest relative or the oldest relative in your family tree. Whatever, I don't care. But um, so right before they're about to go kill her. Enid's like, just don't kill us. And she's like, yeah, okay, they get to live. And they say, get out of here, don't come back. So Enid goes home, like, and Aaron's yeah. like, no, I'm going to convince them. And I'm like, what? And you're like, all right, thank you. All right, like, you, you knew that was going to happen, pretty much. You knew they were, you knew the fish people are going to get involved at some point when they were introduced last week, or last year's season, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But you knew Enid, they weren't going to kill him, they were going to let him right. go. So whatever, we got through that one. Right, just we got through it. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> uh, so now I want to hit up Negan because I thought that was fun. Uh, the Negan chapter yep. is basically just Negan talking to Simon, and Simon basically is not behaving. He's misbehaving. Oh, he's not. He's having. A, I think he's having a change of heart. So yeah, Simon is feeling useless, and he doesn't like just sitting around. He wants to be more proactive. He's an enforcer, you know, and I think that's why. Negan has him. He sees the value in uh, having Simon go around and rough people up and basically do the dirty work. I mean, you need that guy if you're going to have a massive, horrible criminal organization like this. Um, mm-hmm. So, but Simon's like, uh, so what's the plan? Am I going to go rough up these people? Am I going to go bring Rick to you? Uh, he's like, no. He's like, where do you want me to be? And Negan says, right there in that chair. And you knew. It's like a principal. It's like getting called in the yep. principal's office. You like back like, talking. Oh, you're like, shit. oh no. Uh-oh. Simon's going to get a talking, too. But anyway, Simon wants to rough people up, set an example. Uh, Negan's like, that's not what we do. The, what we do is we save people. People are resources. All the same bullshit he always says. 
And Simon's like, well, maybe uh, your plan isn't working anymore. Maybe we need to try a new plan. Ooh. Ooh. And, and, and I will say, I did like Simon through this whole episode was cool. and was kind of fun to see. Yeah, yeah, we need we need another bad guy, you know. Negan's yeah, great and all, but we need another one to spice things up. Yeah, so he's obviously he's ch- challenging Negan pretty much throughout this whole. But then I'm trying to think: is he does he just disagree with Negan, or does he want Negan's position? Like, does he think he can do a better job? I think so. I think that's exactly it. I think he thinks that Negan is fucking up, and somebody needs to take the reins, or uh, and then we'll get to it. Spoiler alert: when we talk about it later in the episode, what he does. And, like, what's his next step? Like, what's his big plan? Like, yeah. Uh, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. So it's just a big stare down where these two guys are arguing about what to do with the saviors and how to conduct themselves. Um, so they still don't know that uh, what's-his-face middle manager is dead at the kingdom. Uh, and they don't know that Maggie has started to take prisoners and has killed a guy and sent him back in a box. But that box arrives, and they do learn that. So, and then Simon gets all hard on and he's like, oh, so I'm going to go back to Hilltop or yeah, Hilltop and, you know, fuck them up or teach them a lesson. And Negan's like, nope, you're going to do exactly what I told you to do with the trash people. Go teach them a lesson, get their obedience, kill one of them and get them back on her side. Okay. So you can tell Simon's going to do it, but he's not happy about it. Um, And then they have this whole thing to deal with, with the kingdom, which I don't remember what they were going to do about the kingdom. Mm, me neither me neither Who cares? i got nothing on that one okay great uh um, yeah but point is but yeah simon's going back and you know and he wants he obviously wants to kill everyone and but i, I don't know again once again negan kind of just held he just holds true to his little kind of managerial code of conduct you know right it's like nope, and this is why nope. you, you feel somewhat conflicted with him sometimes that he has like he's a terrible person but he has like some kind of weird rules now these rules are psychotic Right, uh, but, but it's it, consistent. It's consistent, right. You can maybe plan your day, <laughs> live in a Negan world. But but yeah, it's it, it's it's very. it reminds me of a corporation. There's a, This is a boardroom. I mean, I think we've said it before, like when they had a yes. meeting with Simon and Gavin, I think is the name of the uh, middle manager guy, and then the other, um, the butch woman enforcer, I forgot what her name was. But anyway, so this definitely feels like a corporation and it feels like government to me. It feels like government bureaucracy. But um, but what I don't know. So, um, okay. So that happens, and somebody says, "Hey, Negan, there's a phone call for you. It's Rick." And then we cut there. So that's another little, yeah, uh, whatever cliff mini cliffhanger that we'll get to later. And then, if I'm not sure, you can correct me, but I think we do. Uh. Yeah, I think we go, to the, we go to the garbage people now. Yes, okay, so garbage people. So, garbage people uh, let in Simon and his uh, bully crew, and there's a thing where they say, well, you guys fucked up. You went, Rick, we're willing to forgive you. You have to um, give us all your weapons um, because we need them right now. We will give them back to you if we deem it necessary. And apologize. He was Simon was big yeah. on the apology. So she says there's remorse or something. Talk like Yoda, like she does. She's fucking annoying. And Simon uses it as an excuse to kill one person. She says, I have remorse or there is remorse. Not I apologize or I'm sorry or anything like that. And I guess he doesn't like it. Who cares? I don't know. But he just consistently shoots another person and then another. And then Jadis can't stand it. She punches him. And he's like, okay, that's it. Light them up, boys. So I guess the saviors murder 
every single trash person except for yeah. Jadis. Now, did did you pick up on that she started to talk normal when she was like, you son of a bitch? Right. And she even talks which is, normal which later cool. in the episode with Rick yeah. and Michonne. Spoiler alert. Um, but yeah. Um, and I don't know if that was Simon's chapter. Maybe this was Simon's chapter. But um, and I think Jadis's chapter might be where she. Uh, but we're gonna go through it. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah, yeah, you're right. Hers is. I guess I guess this was Simon. And then hers is coming up next. But yeah, but part of this, obviously, Simon disobeys Negan, kills. You're assuming he's just because he's like light him up, boys. So you're assuming they're just killing everybody, and then you can kind of see. Well, Jadis. that's confirmed later because like. Uh, yep. I was like, who are these zombies when, um, I was like, wow, the, the trash people have a lot of zombies for their booby traps, but right. it was actually the, the trash people themselves turned into zombies. Yep. Yep. Which was cool. Like, that's why this episode is kind of interesting. Right. You had these, cool, these kind of cool little plot twists and stuff. And then with Jada's kind of unraveling for lack of a better word, yeah, like that was my talking favorite part. a little, little normal. They, then you're kind of intrigued. Like, Oh, Oh, okay. Like, where's this going? Yeah. Because she started acting like a human being. Like, you know, believable human being. And so she's running around in a white night slip, for lack of a better word. Like, we've never seen her look like this. She's got no shoes on. She's just walking around. And, um, oh, yeah, um, I guess, I I, I can't, yeah, I guess let's, let's, so Rick at some point, so once again, we should take notes, really, but not going to do it unless you guys send us money. Um, so... (laughs) Rick and Michonne show up, and um, they kind of get away from the zombies and up on top of the pile of trash, and they see Jada sitting there in her slip just being down in the dumps because she just literally lost everybody she knows. <laughs> it's awful. Yep, yep, rightfully so. Yeah, and she's, uh, and they're like, hey, how do we get out of here? She's like, the same way you came in. And I was like, that can't be right, because if I know anything about a pile of trash... If you can get up one side of the pile of trash, I'm pretty sure you get over the other side of the pile of trash. There's there's ways to get around it, I would think. Bur- burrow <laughs> through one. But whatever, for the sake of the show, we'll just accept that there is only one exit and entrance into the garbage labyrinth. Uh, no David Bowie, but plenty of <laughs> gross genitalia, I'm sure. Um, so, let's see. Uh, yeah, so Rick and Michonne talked to her for a while. And I don't really know if anything gets said or gets done, but essentially you know, I mean, they want to leave and they leave her behind is what happens, right? Yeah, but you, you just get a glimpse into her character a little bit. She tells you a bit more about like why she went there. I guess she used to be an artist and she used to come there and she's talking normal this whole time. So you're right. just like, oh, thank God. Um, but oh. then it's just Rick kind of just being Rick, like kind of a dick wants to leave her behind and part. And I was watching it going like, no, dude, just take her like save her. What's the, what's the problem? Like, she's obviously like, you know, plus you've come back here three times, leave with something for fuck's sake, leave with yeah, one and- extra person on your side who will probably be down for fighting the saviors. Yeah. It's just yeah, one person, and- but guess what? You've been coming to these trash people trying to get them to fight on your side, and now they're all dead. You're going to go away empty-handed? Come on. Yeah, yep. And, and I would have said at least, like, oh, shit, you're talking normal. All right, come come with me now. Like, we can we can hang now. Like, you seem normal. <laughs> yeah, as long, you're not going to talk like an idiot once we get out of this yeah. place. When I'm yeah. introducing my friends, you're not going to do that idiot talk again, are you? <laughs> okay, because if you are, I'll just leave you here. But yeah. anyway, they leave, um, you know, Rick's beyond remorse, which, once again... Uh, you know, his son wanted him to work 
well with other people and be nice and Rick's not having any part of it. He's just like, fuck this woman, we're out of here. Um, so he leaves her behind. She takes off and hides in like, I don't know, another garbage area. Who cares? Um, yep. So uh, later we cut to her and I guess she's gotten to safety and she goes and turns on <laughs> the zombie sausage making machine and... <laughs> lures all her friends and family or for lack of a better word that are now zombified uh into this canal where they're kind of uh corralled and fall into this industrial like paper shredder grinder thing yeah i think it's like a, like an automobile like shredder kind of thing right and i'm glad they leaned into this because you forget it's a horror show so uh, earlier in the episode too like a zombie's face came off when michonne was trying to bar the gates of alexandria yeah, so I'm yeah. glad they they introduced more horror elements because that that has been lacking. Um, but yeah, this was pretty over the top. Um, and and you know what? I kind of felt bad for Jadis when she did this. It was it was effective. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did too because she, you know, and and you can see her like you know she's upset each time she sees a friend you know fall in. So you, you definitely felt her pain. And for the first time, I actually cared about her. Right. Me too. You know, just in general as a character. So it was, you know, kind of interesting. So boo on the show for introducing these horrible people, but yay for the show for making me care about them when I thought I'd never would. So (laughs) I guess you did something right. (laughs) It's like you spilled some milk and then you cleaned it up and it actually looks better now. The floor looks cleaner than I've expected it to look. Anyway, uh, my analogies are awful, guys. Um, So, uh, yeah, so she does that. And then, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but... Then it's just Rick and Michonne driving around. Rick decides to read Negan's letter and goes off into the woods and then proceeds to tell Negan that Carl's dead. Negan sees, seems genuinely upset. He saw potential in, um, you know, in Carl. He said he was the future. And maybe he was. I mean, think about it. You know, if as horrible as it was how Carl's life was robbed of innocence, he was at least managing to survive in this world. So... He probably was the future or represented the future. So I could see how Negan like appreciated him, even though, you know, I'm not going to think that Negan's a good guy or anything. Uh, but then Rick's like, fuck this. We're not playing nice together. He wants us to be friends, but you're not my friend. I'm going to kill you. And and I guess, you know, Negan doesn't want to hear any of that. He's just like, you know, you're already done. You failed at everything, including being a father. You got Carl killed. And you could tell that Rick was trying to fight it and say, fuck you, I'm going to kill you. But you could just tell that he was losing the uh, steam. And maybe this is going to sink in. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I will say of, the, of this whole episode, the the Rick stuff actually bothered me. Right. I'm just like, I'm right. like, dude, you just lost your son. He left you with this message and you're like, you're not even entertaining it in the slightest. Like through the whole episode, like, fuck Jadis, you can sit there. I don't give a shit about you. And then the Negan thing, like that, could have gone in a different direction. Yeah, and he could have just read the letter. He could, uh, like, what I was expecting him to do is say, uh, "Hey, you know, my son's dead. He wrote you a letter. Here it is, dear Negan. And and, and I am very, 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 very sorry." (laughs) And Negan probably would have listened to it. Yeah, like he he got he got quiet when he when when he told him that his son had died. Right. So he he would have probably just listened to whatever he had to say, but then Rick just went right into like I'm gonna fucking kill you. Right. Kill you. Exactly. So like I you know, I don't see after last week and especially after now, 
I don't see like a complete um, truce. Everybody lives happily ever, but I could see like an armistice or where they're like, okay, you guys don't cross this. Or you don't cross that something. tree. You got yeah, everything. You got everything that way of the tree, and then we got everything <laughs> this side of the road. Like they're little kids. <laughs> I could see that happening in some kind of like loose peace agreement, but um, but yeah, Rick's shitting all over that. Any potential of that? So it's still full on. Um, Full on so war. He's just, yeah, he's just full of just it's just complete like rage. Right. A blind blind rage is all I could like think of it. Like blind, that's all he's, sweaty rage. Blind sweaty rage. Um and, and Negan, I think Negan, everything he said was was kind of right. He's like, Rick, you know, you you did this to everybody around you. You know, that's kind of Rick's I guess I don't know. I never really overanalyzed Rick at all, but maybe that is his character flaw. He's just like Rage, uh, rage filled. I, I don't know. I don't he know is. Uh, he's he's definitely a flawed character, but at yeah. the same time, uh, who? I mean, in this world, he did keep Carl alive for Trip, five, six than- years longer than most people would survive. You know, even yeah. if you even if you survive the initial uh, whatever <sighs> apocalypse, uh, I mean, you got to think he was doing something right, at least for the environment that the kid was raising. I'm not, guys. I'm not saying that you know murdering people like Rick Grimes does um, is good. I'm just saying that in the circumstances, I don't know right. it was that bad. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't know if you can definitively yeah, say that, but it's going to eat him up for sure. I mean, he's going to. Sure. You, you, you could say like, well, it's worked this long, you know, for for the most part. But then, like Negan's like. And his ego shows through a little bit because he, he can't help it. But he's like, you know, I save people and that's what I do. And you didn't let me save you. Well, that's a just, lie. So that's right, just, that's just like, something yeah. he believes. But he at least he believes it. You know what I mean? He's he stays true to that. This is like this. Right. The, the crazy people don't know they're crazy. Right. They think they're normal or better yeah. than everyone. Even worse. Like uh, but, some people. but yeah, uh, I can't think of we probably missed some stuff, but. I, like I said, it was a solid episode. I'm going to say the Jadis thing was probably the highlight, just making me feel for her, which I never thought I would feel anything for. I like Simon. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so Simon comes back to uh, oh, yeah, the savior yeah, town. Tried, yeah, and Negan knows what's up. He, he smells something's wrong. He knows that something's off, uh, but he's distracted with needing to talk to Rick or whatever. But... um. <laughs> So Simon's just like, how did he's like, how did it go? And Simon's like, yeah, we gave him the message. It went all right. Yeah, he was like, fine, <laughs> fine. And it's, it's like, like <laughs> you're like, this is a child. This is like, what is Simon's bigger plan? Like, if you're an adult, if you're going to do this, you need to start thinking, all right, guys, we're going to have to start thinking about a coup. Like, how are we going to, you got to talk to his like little crew of people saying, okay, Negan's out of control. He's a big wussy. Um, he's soft on immigration. Yeah. Let's... <laughs> Let's <laughs> let's get them. So this is how coups happen. But yeah. no, it seems like Simon's just like, no, I just lost my temperature uh, temper and uh, I made a mess of things. And when Daddy finds out, uh, he's probably gonna spank me or whatever. It was a, it was almost like 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 when a, when a kid comes home comes home from school. Hey, how was school today? Uh, fine, fine, fine. Uh, did you learn anything or do anything? No. <laughs> nope, it's fine. Yeah, and you you know something's up, but then like you get a call from your spouse saying, "Oh, I broke down," or the the water bill is really high, and you're like, "Oh, I'm distracted," and that's what happened to um, Negan. <laughs> Negan will the you know he'll come back to it and be like, "Simon was weird," or aren't they going to receive no taxes? Like, 
isn't the whole point of like having these people under your thumb is so they generate income or food or something of value yeah, for you I mean, over time? Yeah, it's almost like like an ancient civilization. Like the 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 further reaching it goes, the more like spices they have and ooh, whatever. I bet gold. you the trash people all have all sorts of spices. <laughs> So many spices. Oh, one thing uh, I didn't mention is Simon says there's a helipad out back and some solar panels. Oh, yeah. Is Jadis yeah. the one flying around the helicopter? I thought about that. I Maybe. maybe. That would be disappointing if it's true. Unless, yeah. like, Jadis flies the helicopter into the sanctuary and drops a bomb on them. I don't, I don't know how to, it'll... I was hoping the helicopter was more like, oh, there's other people with their shit together more than That's us. what I would hope to. Yeah, if it's, if it's Jade is flying around in the helicopter eating applesauce, you know, I don't know. Right from the can. Right from the can. Like, it's all butch. Yeah, she's... I don't know. But, uh, yeah, she, she and was And the solar great. panels, yeah. But, like, what would solar panels be? Would that be to, to power the helicopter or some sort? Well, they, they obviously could power the, the human shredder somehow. True. That is true. But but to me, like, solar panels, I mean, I know this movie or the show is probably taking place in 1998 or 2005 or whatever it is. We got to remember this is happening in the past, supposedly. Yes. The, yeah. So uh, I would think solar panels are a little bit more rare, but growing up in Florida, I remember seeing them on people's houses when I was a kid. So they're not like weird technology. Now, a helipad, you would think, well... What a, what's what good is a helipad if there's no helicopter? It's just a slab of concrete. You right. might as well play Foursquare on it, you know? <laughs> play hopscotch. Hopscotch, something like that. Break out the chalk and do your drawings there. Um, and then when she said this whole thing was just trash, but we made it into piles, we made this thing, we made this the art, I was thinking maybe she spelled out SOS, like in really big letters, in the trash piles that can only be seen yeah. by like helicopters or something. I was actually thinking this. Well, some similarly, yeah. like, like, like there's got to be some sort of design concept with it. Maybe right. that like isn't just mounds of random shit. Yeah, like it's a big uh, four leaf clover, and she's like, "Well, <laughs> I, I'm kind of Irish. Well, I'm part Irish. My I'm part great great grandma was Irish, or that's what they say. There. So it's a big four leaf clover." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. I guess we thought this was solid. I did. I'll put a number on it. I'm going to give it a I'll give it a four, a solid four. And once again, I'm ranking this based on other Walking Dead episodes. Um, yes, it is all, it's all uh, relative, I guess. Yeah, and I guess, I guess I'm going to say that considering there haven't been great episodes in the past few seasons. Like, compared to what we just watched during our little break when we did the best of, if you guys haven't watched that, go back. We watched some of our favorite episodes from the past year's and the show used to be really good. So I guess not compared to them, but compared to what we've had lately, I think it's a yep. four. I almost I almost do my ranking compared to what I think next week's going to be. Ooh. Next week so, looks awful. Um, and I think so. Last week, I think I rated it a four. I, I'm going to do the same this week. This was also a four. Um, it was just, it, st- it started off a little, it was just, yeah, like we talked about earlier, it's kind of interesting the way they were doing, you know, each character's name with the, with the letter with the letters. Um, Negan's whole thing was cool. Simon's thing was cool. The trash people that was in- entertaining. Um, the what's, what's her name? Um, the, the girl, girl, Carl, girl, Carl. Yeah. That, that Enid? was the only, 
that was the only weak part, but that lasted about three minutes. Right. Um, so you got through that. So overall, yeah, it was a good episode. I'm just kind of now I'm nervous. We've had like two good ones back to back. And then I was also kind of like, ooh, maybe this whole half of the season is going to be great. I think that's that's like the whole thing. <laughs> you I would never do that. That's <laughs> that's very gullible. Yeah, that's I'm, like I'm, Charlie Brown trying you. to kick the ball out from uh, when Lucy's like, no, I'm not going to pull the ball away this time. Um, but I can't even remember what the next they had the previous for the next week episode, and I can't remember what it was. I don't know if it's more fish market or you. Um, you had, uh, they did show because I actually just watched it before this. Um, uh, Gabriel was escaping, and oh yeah, Gabriel's. Uh, oh, Gabriel's that means maybe free. Eugene set him free because he's sick. But he looks yeah, fine. Yeah, it's it's Gabriel, and then some of them are in the woods, and and um. Oh, Dwight. they're like we have to go through swamp zombie town. And swamp swamp stuff. Yeah. Oh. So I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know what next week's going to be. Uh, I I don't think it's going to be good. But you we'll know, eh, past two weeks, better than expected. So um. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I don't. I don't hate it. I'm not dreading next week. Let's just say that. <laughs> Look um, at this. We're saying good things about the show. Yeah, two two for two. Two for two. E- either that or the show's just beat us into submission of just like, <laughs> this This is our lot in life right now. Yeah, and we got to just like accept it, it I guess. It, it makes, yeah, because you tell yourself, like, no, 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 just just tell yourself you like it and you'll, you'll, it won't be as painful. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, we liked it well enough. Uh, you did it four. I did four. Who knows what that average is? Won't know. So. And I guess and we, Jermaine... And we missed all the Oscars because of it, so whatever happens, happened there, I don't oh know. Oh, God. I, I haven't watched the Oscars. Like, when I was a kid, people would be like, I mean, college, like, the movie snobs would be like, the Oscars are trash. And I was like, well, no, what are you talking about? There's some good movies there. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, I, 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 I want to watch... I usually try to watch the Best Picture, like, winner, just because yeah. I, I like, want to... There's, like, 15 of them. Is. Yeah. There's, well, like, the well, one, not, uh, not the one that wins, but there's, like, 15, and you're like, okay, come on. We don't need yeah. that much. And then, like, the fact that, you know, you haven't seen that movie about Winston Churchill, but you know what it's like. You yeah, know, it's, not, it's like Oscar bait that you're just like, oh, it's a And I'll never movie. watch it. Yeah, I'm never, never going to watch No, no thanks. I, I I know what it's... I've seen movies like that before. I'm not going to do it. Uh, but The Shape of Water, I guess I'll give that a, a watch. Yeah, that that actually looks weird. And Guillermo del Toro is kind of yeah. cool. You know? I, I liked, liked Hellboy. Oh, oh! Did he do that? Hellboy one and two, yeah. Uh, well, Pan's Labyrinth was awesome. Yeah, that did, one didn't. Uh, did that not get Best Picture nominated? I don't remember. Uh, we're going way off topic, but uh, yes, we missed the Oscars to watch this show, and I think it was a good move. Say, say, save this conversation for Flick Pals. Okay, yeah, we will. All right, guys, thank you very much. Also, check out Flick Pals, our sister uh, podcast, where we talk about movies. Uh, most recently, Black Panther, um, and. Uh, uh, go back and rewatch Game of Thrones and listen to Ashamed of Thrones. Why don't you? I don't care. Do it. <laughs> All right, for Johnny T and for uh, Jermaine, wherever that piece of shit is, uh, bye. Hey, good show.